Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz and I am joined in this beautiful summer weather, in this sunny, sunny day, in this sunny Father's Day, to these two daddy-o's right here. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel and Anthony. Daniel, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Shabazz. I thought you were, I'm like, do I have children out there that I do not know about? Well, I mean, this is the time we find out. (sighs) I am the father. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) I mean, we're all fathers, technically. We're all fathers of the Movie Podcast. That's true. You know, the movie podcast has three dads. Three dads. Yeah. Yeah. We take it every couple days. We have custody of it. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the, like, uh... Maury, you you are the father. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we're exactly. all there. Country and, and Jerry Springer, rest in peace. You know, yeah. to him as well. All of us. We're all we're all the fathers of it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, in the name of the father. Speaking of that, uh, Anthony, <laughs> the Godfather, the Godfather. How are you today? I'm doing good. It's hot outside. Yeah, it is. I don't isn't like it? it. Yeah, I like last week's weather. Last week's Ew, weather was what? it was like rainy and and no, foggy and burning. I like it when Bernie. it's when yeah. it's oh yeah, lower, <laughs> not Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, 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 lower double dig- digits. In in the you 20s. like you like the twenty twenty today's yeah. twenty right though isn't it's it? like, like it's gonna I feel like it's gonna be like thirty with a humid X I know we're going into oh, the weather humid X now the oh, humid wow. X is always the because right now right now it's twenty three Celsius which I believe in Fahrenheit is six thousand I could yeah. be wrong yeah it's like eighty two eighty two point six Fahrenheit. I don't know why. Why do Americans use Fahrenheit? Why, like, why large numbers? Yeah, just keep it. It just seems ridiculous. Like, if if someone told me right now it's eighty degrees outside, I'm like, don't go out. Yeah, that's hot. Like, oh my god, you will turn to mush. (laughs) That's an oven. Yeah, just ash instantly. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna be like Doctor Doom or Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Doom at the end of. who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, okay, liquid. I'm like Doctor Doom. Not that Doctor Doom. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay gotcha. Yeah. Judge Doom. Judge Doom. Judge, Judge, Judge Doom. Doom. My bad. Yeah, sorry. A lot of names. Judge Doomy. Judge Doomy. Judge Doomy. Judge Doomy. That's a different movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just clicked. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, also a very different movie as well. Yeah, we're not reviewing that one today. No, 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 no I'm not no, talking. No. no, that one's not on the list. No, but you guys are doing great. You know, we've had a we've had a good week. I'd say here on the way podcast. Well, we're, that's brave of you to assume that. <laughs> is, it, is it too much of me? We're, we're having some good times here. I we've think had, so. We've had some good interviews we've recorded. I'm, I'm not going to get into the spiel yet, but today's episode is going to be a little different as well. And when I say different, I mean the only major <laughs> difference is we're going to be playing a little fun little game at the end, and yeah. we're going to be as zany as ever. We are, and we're also like switching some like segments around. Oh, maybe you know the show's evolving. Spoilers. Oh, we're so canceling sorry. the show. That's, we're canceling that's how we evolve the show. Yes, we're going down like a blimp right now. <laughs> but you're right though. We, when I look at June. And I especially look at the week that we didn't have a main episode. Right. So last week, uh, it was like a hell week when it came mm. to screenings and interviews. <laughs> we lived like, in we literally had here, like we lived in that we were at five different screenings. We had like three different interviews happen, mm-hmm. um, and it was a lot. And we still haven't released all of the no. all of the episodes and r- interviews that we've recorded that Absolutely week, which not. is wild to think. And I think we have we have a week like that coming up soon as well, which we Do won't we? say when. Sort of. It's, oh it's yeah, that or last week, that right. day. That's, sorry, <laughs> like hey, it you know all that stuff day. you did in the day, not, that week. Yeah. Now you're going to do it all. That's in not the day. this week. No, 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 no it's the week coming up. So we're preparing for it. Like start doing your workouts. Put your reps in. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the day the 
the earth stands still that yeah. day. Yeah. It feels like it, yeah. It's when it's all a, the planets align. It's a good day. It is a good day. It's a good day. Yeah, because once we record everything from that day... It'll be a day to remember. <laughs> it will be a day to remember, and then the day that we release things in July, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's happening. a lot of cool things. Yeah. A lot of great things happening here at the Movie Podcast. And of course, if this is your first time listening to us, hello, welcome. Hope you stay for the ride. Uh, as Daniel says, you're already in the best place for films or movies. So stick it right here. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I like to remix yours a little. You know, I give know. a little stick spice to it. Right here, <laughs> I don't like that one. You know, stick <laughs> it right here. This is a maina for you. Know, we got a maina. <laughs> what accent is that? It's almost like it's a main accent. It's a main accent. Yeah. It just sound like an yeah. accent from me. You yeah. stick it right here, or, or it's a, or it's a, or like a, a villain from Gotham City, <laughs> Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from that yeah. era, not from you know, the like, well, era. Is that a New York accent? Nah, just a bad guy. Hey, boss, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. Anthony, you remember the time that you tried to do an accent on the show and it just it went? Oh yeah, went like, I don't do accents anymore because yeah. they are a little problematic. They're yeah. problematic. They're a little yeah. problematic. They're, they're immediately <laughs> racist. They're immediately, immediately racist. Yeah. Immediately, I'm canceled. Well, yeah. nowadays, yeah, before yeah, yeah. when we were like nobodies, yeah. we're yeah. still nobodies. We're still, yeah. nobodies. We're still yeah. nobodies. We're zeros. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was zero point. Nobody, yeah. nobody cared. But Anthony does an accent now, today. Variety cancels us tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and of course, you can follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok. If you haven't already, what are you doing? We have great contests on there. We have a contest right now going on for the Super Mario Bros. movie Blu-ray. Is that correct, Daniel? That's the Blu-ray and then the Blu-ray <laughs> with the blue, the blue Blu-ray because bros. Yeah, you can't see. You're already trying to do accents. Oh, you can't do it. Oh, uh, we, no? <laughs> is that a Mario accent? By it's the way? a Mario <laughs> accent. Yeah. You ever heard of this uh, one? Yeah, we have uh, some Blu-rays and 4K copies that we are yeah. giving away right now. Yeah. Um, by the time you listen to this, though, it, giveaway might be over. Late. You're too late. It might be over, but that's why you need to follow us yeah. on, these, on these social media platforms Absolutely. so you can see these giveaways that we're having. Absolutely. We're giving away, like, Trips to Japan, right? We uh, were. To we well, were. And then we realized we can't do that. And then we, su Super Mario. Yeah. So those who didn't listen missed out. They yeah. missed out. They bro. missed out. No yeah. one won. No one won. silly contest. We're going to go now. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we had to win. Um, what else? What else is popping in, in this world of today? Oh, you know what? Really quickly, yeah. I have a little plug to make. Okay. Okay. Plug away. Little little plug home your brew. plug. Yeah, I'm going to plug something right now. Oh, about us? Or about you? Because I don't want to hear about you. Why not? I'm, I'm part of the team. I guess. Okay, go for it, Shay. We have a Discord channel. Uh, and it's uh, about us. It's not even about me. See? Thank God. And you go, <laughs> <laughs> that guy didn't talk about himself. Yeah. Uh, no, you can go ahead and join that conversation because we have a lot of great people in there. We, we were looking, we, people were joining like crazy. We had a big week with joiners. I don't know. I don't, it yeah, sounds, it sounds, sounds, culty. sounds like a so, cult. It sounds now. derogatory too. Like, yeah, oh, you're such a joiner. <laughs> you're not a follower. Yeah. You know, you're or a leader. Sheep. You know, you're no, wearing a mask. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. The, we've had a lot of people join, which is great. And, you know, we're almost 100 deep now in the, on the Discord group, which is mm -hmm. really nice to see and having all these people join and talk about what they're watching and then talk with each other what we're watching. Yeah. I think I think that's one of my favorite things about it is that I think people know who we are and that yeah. we like to have fun. And I think we're kind of bringing those like-minded people together Correct. as well, too, yeah. in, the, in the Discord chat, which is nice. So we're I having some so. good conversations there and some good people join us there. Yeah, you know? yeah. We have some great people join us talking about films, talking about we have a Flash spoiler room open because if you saw Flash this weekend, which not a lot of people did, I guess. Uh, ooh, too <laughs> soon. Uh, too soon. Too soon. Too uh, soon. You can go ahead and join that chat and tell us what you did think about it, if you did see it, or um, there's a lot to unpack it from that film. Use, it, use an emoji to represent what you thought about it. Yeah. And then 
talk about it. Okay. I want to see emojis. I'll, in there. I'll drop like a poll in there. How's that? You know? A yeah. Poll? Yeah. A poll. Like a bar. I'll, I'll drop a Poland in there. We, I was like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get What's that reference? term. <laughs> oh, you got to drop a country in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to drop a Poland emoji. I'm like, I don't get what that you know, represents. Yeah. Sure. Use emojis as your vote, but yeah. like one of them has to be a barf one. Oh, and one ha- one has to be almost bar. You know the green face. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the one where it's like, oh, I'm barfing. And then one's a heart on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of di- a lot of different options. Yeah. I don't I don't like any of these. Yeah. There's a 42 <laughs> emoji poll. Of yeah. So but, like, I don't know if I liked it this much. Somebody used like the carp emoji. I don't know why carp the, the carp like the, the two fish. Like why yeah. do they do that? There? Why yeah, do they sure. do it? Um, but yeah, there's some great conversations happening in there, and I love when people kind of join that room and tell us, "Hey, I just listened to X review." And I'm like, oh shit, they hated it. They hated yeah, us. They're coming and for us right now. Now they're here to, yeah. to air us. Uh, and they'd be like, and I loved it. Oh, <laughs> why would, why don't I start reading your message with such anger? I, we always, we're always like. On the defense. On the defense, 100%. Yeah, we get some really silly comments sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Never in the Discord. Just never in the Discord. Just Discord clear, never in the Discord. Great. But yeah. like, on like episodes, we'll get comments like. in person. Like, we have weird people who's, that, ta- like, who's, who's talking to you in person? Person? Well, person we can't talk about it no, but, that's true you know, legally like, we can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. nda doesn't allow us yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> what ndas are we signing who are, yeah. my god who are our own into? ndas yeah, yeah true. that's true that's true uh well again all the show notes available in this episode give you all the clues you need to get to all the right places. Blues clues. Blues clues. Look behind you. There's a clue. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> Daniel's creeping into houses at night. Putting our stickers somewhere. Like, it's just your logo. I don't it's get like it. Vandaliz- vandalism. Yeah. You, know? you can't do that. No, you shouldn't do it. No. And of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, you won't be seeing our faces for this episode because we don't have cameras for this stuff yet. But we will one day in our studio. And until <laughs> Then you can leave us a like you can send us money to buy a camera for this room <laughs> you can give us a super thanks there's a, a super thanks super eh? thanks on youtube where you can like tip us oh, in a sense oh, it's like a, i feel like a we've never got now. one yet yeah. hopefully one day we will and we will a super thanks a super thanks. what if it's like a thousand dollars one day yeah ooh. i think the most i think you could do a thousand i think yeah. that's the most you can do uh, but that would be great. That would be really cool. I That'd would cry. Really we'd, get, we'd get cameras the next day. We, immediately, <laughs> I'd buy them on the spot. <laughs> Super thanks. Yeah. Any any announcements, anything we should know that the audience should be preparing for on their next test? I mean, for the next test, I mean, listen, there's all, all I'm going to say is that there's some incredible episodes out. You know, the rigmarole. We Sorry. are the rigmarole. That's. You know, know the rigmarole? Like I don't know if I like it. Well, you got to get used to it. Okay. The rigmarole coming, is here to stay. It's coming to town. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, there's some incredible episodes on the movie podcast out, including our spoiler-free review of Elemental, our discussion with the director, Peter Sohn. Uh, yeah, why'd you make him cry, dude? Uh, dude, let's, I let's just, talk about that for a second. I just, again. I was just asking him a question, and I think I just asked him the right. You question. were like, "Why does your dad not love you?" Yeah, and then <laughs> Peter was like, "What?" No. <laughs> I literally, I literally asked him, "Like, how does Pixar get past impossible?" And he's like, "Daniel, geez, yeah, <laughs> yeah poor guy, moment. poor guy." Yeah, no, I, he left because I was outside the room waiting for you, and he yeah. left crying. Yeah, and I was, just and he's like, like "I'm never doing the interview with <laughs> these guys again." <laughs> yeah, we're black, blacklist them. No, no, he was, he was wonderful to speak with. We got to speak to him in person all the way back in April. Oh my god. Um, so that's been an interview been, we've been waiting to drop. So I'm ha- so happy that that's out. We also have a great interview with Daniel Pemberton, who is the composer 
of Spider-Man across yeah. the Spider-Verse. One of our favorite composers right now. Uh, incredible score. Awesome guy to speak with. Go check that out. There's a lot of little itsy bitsy details no, from all the, go again. from the from the Spider-Man world. And some of your Phil and Chris Miller fans, there's also some really great like little nuggets in there for mm-hmm. you as well, too. Um, other than that, there's some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. We're not going to tell you what's coming oh, up. Oh, buddy. Because we like keeping you in suspense. But there's yeah. some really cool uh, interviews coming up. Really cool reviews coming up. You know, it's like Shay said, like I said. Oh. You're already in the best place uh, for movies. Yeah. Yeah, just so stay here. Yeah. But this so, week, we do have our Indiana Jones review coming out. Yeah. yeah Indiana Jones review coming out. Following some that. interviews. Some interviews from Indiana Jones as well, too. So we have a lot coming your way for Indiana Jones. And anything else that we have in the can already? Oh, Secret Invasion. We have some Secret Invasion. Invasion. Yeah, Yeah, so our review is out of the first two episodes, and we'll have our interviews releasing this week as well. Very soon. So lots lots coming this week. Yeah, we're not saying who we're talking to, right? No. No, you got to stick it right here to find out. Exactly. Yeah. It's not Harrison Ford, I'm going to tell you. It's not Harrison Ford. (laughs) He's not in it as well, that's why. (laughs) That might be why. (laughs) Anyways, in Toronto, though, I just want to give a quick little shout out. We did get a chance to visit. Shout outs again, eh? Yeah, this is a good one. Plug it away. Plug it away. Yeah. Plug it in. Uh, we went to uh, one of our buddies. He, he opened up an art art gallery and studio, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Daniel to say something, and I'm just like, I just, I just, <laughs> you give me such an angry look. I was just looking at you, just like, say it, man, say it. No, no, no of course, 100. Our good friend Brock, our good, our friend, good Brock friend Brock, and News at Muse, is News at uh, Muse, their shop, their own print shop, yeah. Uh, photography studio, studio everything yeah. yeah it's beautiful and it's right in the great great city of toronto and it's in a great location near the tiff area so tiff is coming around the corner why not do your photo shoots there yeah yeah so huge shout out to our friend there go check them out on instagram we have all their links also below news and news yeah that's pretty cool right we had a good time there yeah it was awesome i'm i'm, I'm curious because they took a lot of photos of us they did take a lot of photos so i don't know us. what they're doing with those photos oh i think i know uh, i just i'm just <laughs> curious like are we going to get those photos or so. are we're just going to go and we're going to see we're going to be like stock photos for some reason <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you have do you have hepatitis oh uh, man why why is it the three of us <laughs> <laughs> two out of three people have hepatitis guess which Guess two which of these one? <laughs> why is it us three <laughs> two of these two of these gentlemen don't oh, have fathers oh my god no <laughs> guess which one happy father's day no that's happy father's who, day who are, who's sponsoring these ads by the way <laughs> the what devil. are these ads this for point, this is the devil whatever whoever wants yeah. to sponsor us <laughs> I don't think we're seeing money from these ads though <laughs> they should if they yeah. want to we're down for everything what if it's an attack ad from like mother's day <laughs> why, why do men. mother's day and, and mother's day have beef <laughs> the, these men are the worst why fathers the same day Sorry? Why isn't it just called Mother's Father's Day? Mother's Father's Day? So what, day? I'm, what I'm learning from my oh, family in the to school like system is that it. Mother's Day and Father's Day are very problematic. Because uh, some really? par- kids don't have parents yeah, some, or... Yeah, 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 so like, and I get it. And I'm, and I'm curious to see if that's going to change going forward. Because when I think about school growing up and like like those times <laughs> coming, like whenever those days were coming close, yeah. it's like, yeah, you'd spend like <gasps> the days coming like, oh, I made, here's a handprint or here's a footprint. Right. Or like, oh, why, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it sounds like a crime now. <laughs> no, <laughs> here's, here's, here's my DNA. Uh, yeah, so I, I remember doing that, but I'm curious, like going forward, is that going to Yeah, gonna we, used to, I, we used to do a lot of those as well, I remember. Uh, now, see, here's a little uh, fun fact about me. I don't have a dad. So, if your dad, you're listening out there, do you wanna, do you wanna, do you wanna come and meet me? <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I remember you can my message father. into the show so if Father's you want Day to. for me was always like a tough day, I'll be honest, because mm-hmm. I didn't have a daddy. Um, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. No. My grandfather, though, really close with him. So uh, I dedicated my Father's Day to him. But again, Dad, if you're listening out there, uh, <laughs> I want to play right catch. into the show. <laughs> right into the show. Let me know you're out there. <laughs> this is too dark. Okay. No, uh, it's fine. It's I fine. mean, you're making the jokes. Not I am me. making it. I'm also yeah. making the cries. Yeah. Making the cries, <laughs> I'm also tra- yeah. crying as well. Uh, no, we're all good here. What? Are we watching? I think one of the first changes we're making to this regime is we're making our what we're watching right at the top of the show. Yeah, we're going to get right into it. I think I think it works because like our banter, we're already here. Yeah, so we're already talking about what we're watching, right? Uh, Anthony, what are you watching, man? Uh, I've been watching quite a bit. Uh, oh, Dark okay. Side of the Ring. Yes. It oh, came it's out so again. good. So good. Yeah. Uh, I, it's season five. Season four, four or five. Yeah. Uh, really, really good episodes. They started off with the the story of Sonny and Chris Candido and then they did Magnum TA and then they did the uh what was it? the last one I haven't watched yet but I think it's the the family of the something something but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but really 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 <laughs> good really something. good I love just the way they document these um these wrestlers nice because it's just a, a story a part of a, the wrestling business you just don't know about yeah it's all the little secrets that you don't know that happens behind the scenes that I guess wrestlers would gossip about throughout mm. their career and you don't really see a lot of that anymore No, because at that time it was, they call it kayfabe, meaning whatever they were in the ring, they were also in real life. Right. So now it's with social media, personalities change. They can't be really right. a heel when you, you're, you know, doing this and that and you're, you're doing all your other things it's outside the Graham of the dynasty, by the way, the Graham di- dynasty. Yes. They were based out of like Florida and really, really cool. Um, been watching that. I've been watching The Idol, which nice. has been a hot topic in Hollywood uh, these past few weeks because of the subject matter that's um, presented on the show. Right. I'm, I'm in the boat where <laughs> there are parts of this series where I can truly see, yeah, it's over-sexualized and the script is really... <laughs> really awful at times yeah but then there are parts where like i'm intrigued i'm yeah. actually enjoying what i'm watching okay a lot like i know when i'm watching something and i'm not picking up my phone there's something grabbing me and it you know there are little things that are really i wouldn't do that or the approach probably wasn't the best scenario but i think what they're trying to portray is is interesting so it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird story. Like I also like that it's shot. It's all shot on film. It looks. It really, looks good. It looks it really looks good. good. It's very, like, it has like this very film look nice. to it. You see the noise. You see like the bleed, the light bleed, um, the way it captures light. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, th- I think Abel being in this is putting me off a bit. Like he plays a, a shitty character anyway, but just seeing him act is weird. Yeah. I'm in this boat where he... Oh, there's another boat. Uh, <laughs> How many boats are you in, You know, the when someone's so good at something and then yeah. they go and transition to... Michael like, Jordan going to baseball. Exactly. Abel's not Lady Gaga who transitioned yeah. really well. Into acting, I just yeah. feel like he, he's just not there yet. And uh, maybe this is a too big of a role for him or he's trying to you know pour his heart and soul into it too much. 
but like i'm i'll watch all the other episodes yeah um lily rose depp is fantastic it has a very catchy song she play, she has a song we played in the car yeah. it's really really catchy yeah you took off your shirt when we were playing i took off my shirt sure why yeah um but yeah like i get it i get what people are talking about i think there's a better story in this series and i i truly wonder what it would have been like if they s- continued with the original director and let her tell the story rather than him you know barry levinson who oh stan levinson Sam Levinson, not I keep I his make, dad. His right? dad. Oh, it's Father's Day, so it's okay. It's, <laughs> um, it's fine. Sam yeah. Levinson, he he has this approach where he thinks he's smarter than you. <laughs> he, yeah. I was just listening to him one day. I'm like, oh, this guy thinks he's smarter. He's the smartest person in the room. Yeah, but he's not. Or he has like, but then the edginess that he has is too much edginess. Is now it's hurting him. So his smarts are not really helping him in this scenario. I felt that with um, Malcolm and Marie. I was like, this is written. This is a movie made yes. by someone who thinks they're smarter than me. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. And he has like this artur couture type of yeah. vibe, and you, it worked for Euphoria. And it, it, when I look at back, when I look back at Euphoria, truly, I'm like, man, this is a story about teenagers, and we're watching them like they're adults, right? But it's still like they're Creepy. still kids. They're like yeah. sixteen. Yeah. They they haven't even graduated high school, and we're like, oh, this is edgy. This is cool. This is real. This is how it is. And like, nah, it's that's not, not good how thing. it is. Yeah. So I'm I I don't know. I'll continue watching it. I'm intrigued, but we'll see where this story ends. Um, what else have I? I watched The Witcher because there's some cool things coming to the movie cool podcast. Oh, there's that? The, is that a Witcher God, accent? Is that a Witcher that, accent? That was my Henry Cavill in I, Witcher. I feel defended. I can't do my Henry Cavill. <laughs> Can I do a Witcher voice? No, no. That's he talks. He talks through his teeth. Talks through his teeth. Yeah. Talks through yeah, his he's teeth. also British. So I think that's British. British people. Talk. Um, yeah. But. I'm rewatching it. Nice to prepare for something. Oh, okay. But we can't talk. <laughs> you about can't it. talk about it. But yeah, like the the thing with The Witcher, really good storyline, but the pacing it fucking drags. Yeah. Like I don't understand Hollywood and okay. how they tell stories. Well, it doesn't take place in Hollywood, dude. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a monologue film. Like <laughs> there's so much expose and so much lore. Yeah. That you get bored. Exposition. Yeah, yeah. Did I, I said expose. Yeah. I mean, what do you do an expose on? Isn't that like the other word for exposition? Is it like no. a short form for it? I don't. Think I don't so. think so. Yeah. Expose. Be... It's like I'm okay. doing an expose. Exposition is almost like an article, right? Yeah. You're exposing something. Exposition. Yeah. That you kind of get you get tired listening to it and it's, it's a, a lot, lot of lore, right? it's a lore. lot of lore where there's such a better story when you cut it down mm-hmm. you yeah. don't need to know every single name and every single and there's a lot of episodes in this story they're like hour-long episodes you're right like fuck this is tedious but at points you're like oh this is really really good yeah this is really really good yeah but like hollywood they don't know how to start or like trim down the fat of mm-hmm. a story mm-hmm. and really get to the main point of the movie well i i honestly just think it's something that like, or the series i i think because it's on netflix and it's a streaming show they they, they, they want. see it as an opportunity to we could adapt the books and include everything that's in yeah. there and tell a 10 plus hour story and also we want you to stay here and we want you to stay here yeah. right so it's just it's just longer form where you don't need that that longer form where you I yeah. think there's a better story when it's maybe toned down a little bit yeah yeah so i've been watching that and i've been watching another netflix uh, a netflix documentary called and actually i watched two other documentaries that i didn't put in the list um i bought i started watching unchained the tour de france which nice. tells the story of how the cyclists prepare for tour de france and like you go on the journey of them winning their 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 days and What's the yellow on? it's on netflix it's it's, I, it's the first episode it's, it's pretty it's great it's pretty yeah. wild like just the amount of 
adrenaline rush you get from it as well as learning about these these cyclists and what mm-hmm. they go through and how they perform and you know some of these guys they go so fast like when, go fast. when they get into an accident it can like end their lives or yeah. they can end their careers and yeah they, some of the crashes in it are like horrific to watch yeah. horrific and you will get to understand each and every team that's part of the tour de france and what this journey really represents to the whole like french community and right. even the cyclist community it's like huge it's so big i, I never knew i never like i i honestly thought that it was like and like, again this is just my own ignorance for not knowing but like even with like le mans i didn't know that like, le mans was like a multi like day events and yeah. same with um i only found out during ford versus ferrari exactly and you. same with like when i'm watching this like the tour de uh, tour de france one it's just like my god like this is like a three-week event yeah like i thought i, I thought it was a day yeah, I, thought, I literally day thought it was a, day, a race, you know, but I, yeah. I, but I didn't realize this is like this long, it's long massive, event, right? absolutely massive. Yeah, but it's 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 intense, and I remember you telling us about it that yeah. you were watching it, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put this on. I'll check it out too. And it was like, it's really like, good. dude. My heart was pumping watching, and it. I'm like, like, it was intense. They need to create a like a, a dramatization yeah. of the story because nice. I think it would be fantastic on screen. Um, another doc that I watched, which was on ESPN, Thirty for Thirty, Espen. Espen is the American Gladiator story. Nice. And how the American Gladiator started and nice. how where they are now. Really interesting story. I grew up with American Gladiators. They were just like, you know, wrestling and WWF at that point or WWE. They were like larger than life characters. Mm-hmm. But you know, the difference was that these American Gladiators were going up against people like you and me or just regular athletes or yeah. regular people who I'm a regular athlete who yeah. would have to go through the obstacle course mm-hmm. and get to and beat the American gladiator. And man, imagine doing that every day okay. for like that your body and you're dealing with like non-professionals and you have to do all these crazy stunts to keep them from winning. It's at times really, really wild. So mm. uh, the story and Netflix also has one too, but I don't know. I don't think it has come out. Um, but American gladiator is just a really really interesting dynamic because it is the first of reality tv right because they were real characters right. these were real people these were real hits real competition so before survivor before um you know like the japanese game shows where they would like throw them yeah. through foam pads and all that it was american gladiator which yeah. started in the 80s or 1889 yeah and fr- that from that you see you've seen so many like wipeouts and mxc and all that stuff back in the day yeah like, it, it all, all really originated from, yeah. from this this type of dynamic yeah so, yeah that's been what i've been watching i love it that's amazing there is something though that i kind of forgot to mention in the beginning and i'm, I'm kind of upset that we didn't mention it what was it the movie podcast was on cbc did who watched that though yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't even watch. We watched that. That's the thing. We watched. Yeah, we were on. We were on the CBC. C, you know, the Canadian Broadcasting, and not Corporation. even just, just just the CBC, the national, the national, the fucking national, CBC Radio. Yeah, a written article. Yeah, uh, carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons were delivering yeah. newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Most, most wanted. Most F- wanted posters had us too. Yeah, cops. We yeah, were on everything. Cops. That was a lot of fun. So we, I remember that was during Hell Week. We did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's why it feels so long ago. But yeah. We did that in between screenings, and uh, we were just truly honored to be asked for you know our expertise talking yeah. about TikTok, talking about how we consume stories now and consuming shows and movies and parts. And, yeah. You know, relics from the past now being popular again. 
Um, it's a great conversation. It was a good conversation. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot in the article that you know wasn't in the the video format of it yeah. that was on the national. So uh, definitely look at both. The links will be in the bios and in all the information that you see. Check mm-hmm. out our social media as well because we have posted it on there also. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, read the article. You know, huge shout out to Eli Glasner for for interviewing us, for talking to us, and mm-hmm. and we got to share some of our expertise. And it was funny because we were talking about it like amongst us. Yeah, the same stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so if you if you go to the link in our bio, it's in our link tree. It's like yeah. you'll see the CBC article there. The article in the video is there. So give it a watch, give it a read, and let us know. It was let cool getting know. messages from people saying, "Hey, saw you on CBC." I'm like, "Yeah, you yeah, did. you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, why are we so aggressive? Yeah, about I don't know why. I don't. We were we are just incredibly humble people. We, we really are, are incredibly humble yeah. people. And also, really quickly, I'm just also watching Yellowstone. I'm on season four right now. I'm like halfway done. You're burning through it, eh? I'm in love with this show. I I was in Texas not long ago, and I'm so bummed out. Even though the show doesn't take place in Texas, they obviously love Yellowstone there. So they had so much merch there when I was there last time. And I I wish I picked up a cowboy hat at least. Or a gun. I, I think they gave one to me for free when I got to the airport, oh, to be honest yes, with you. Yeah. So I couldn't bring it back. Sir, you didn't check this you're, with you're you when Texas you flew? You're a at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, it's open carry there, so yeah. it's fine. Uh, no, but... Um, yeah, man, I just wish I it's such a great show. That's like really good. Man, yeah. Cole Hauser's my favorite. Rip, he's a fantastic character. I love uh Kevin Costner. This oh my god, everyone bets such a phenomenal oh Are my you god. uh are you excited to finish the show and go do the spin-offs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or I don't know if maybe like I don't know how I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna finish the show and do the spin-offs then. Yeah. Yeah. Um probably because it takes way. place before it's right like, it's not like i'm excited to see harrison ford and i haven't watched any yeah of those you haven't watched it so there is it 1923 yeah and, and then, then like 1887 something like that 1422 like that. and that's oh, good shoot, the next you one you think we're gonna and go all the way back what you're what you're what jesus christ <laughs> with a, with a the yellowstone ranch yeah, yeah. why is he here he should be in he should be in palestine what's he doing here <laughs> don't worry he has his two two trusty rifles yeah and, uh, <laughs> wait he's got jesus. his rifles <laughs> jesus with a gun that's the you know, I remember one of our first quotes that Anthony ever pulled out was Jesus on a football. And I still yeah. don't know if I yeah. get it. It was like in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy shit. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Jesus, is that your catchphrase? Jesus, why? That's so weird. Jesus, why'd you, you, have a, you have a double barrel shotgun Damn. too? Sawed off as well. Yeah. Oh, sure. Crucify this. <laughs> God, is it, was it the, uh, oh, it was um, the SNL skit with Christoph Waltz, who okay. was Jesus Unchained. Jesus Unchained, or yes. Jesus Uncrucified. Uncrucified, yeah. yeah and it's also like the, the, the family guy. Uh, I think like when they came back, they did like a Passion of Christ 2. Yeah. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's move on to some news. <laughs> you were almost late. And don't, don't, I probably was late. Don't, I don't even have to say it because you guys are so loud. Oh. Don't even. How dare you, first of all. You guys are so loud. You're us. So I don't even have to do the do, 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 do. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's part of the cult. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of the. That's You've part joined. Of you're, you're part of it yeah, now. You're a stone cutter now, all right? We should just change it. Change uh, the the our Discord to do, 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 do. What, like, what is this? Morse code now? Yeah, man. Instead of Discord, That'd it's Morse cool. code? Morse code. Yeah. The movie podcast title. Sorry. You want a Morse code the version movie, yes. of the movie podcast title? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll do one in Braille too. That'd be sick. That would look cool. Yeah, that, that that would, would look, look cool. Oh, we didn't we have a? Didn't we have a? Wasn't there a, a jersey that just came out this week that had Braille on? Yeah, it? the first jersey. Yeah. Well, what was it? What was it for? It was a team. I just remember what <laughs> are, team are it you, was. Are you? You're no, messing me. You know what I'm talking I know about, what right? talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I saw. I saw an article about it. Uh, was it a basketball team or a soccer team? You you look it up, right? I'm going to look it up right now, and I'm going to tell you that it is. It was oh, baseball. Oh my! But ba- ba- wow, it's very close. Yeah, the the Oreos. Oreos. Professional sports team ever to wear braille 
on their jerseys. Yeah, that's that's great. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. it looks it looks very cool. That's futuristic. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do we'll do a braille really like that. braille version really like of our that. great awareness. Yeah, and a sign language one too, and a sign language one as well. Yeah, with like the different hand. Oh, that would be really different cool hands. Too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like that. All right, first first order of business today. You know, we got we've got some interesting news coming out of of DC. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Detective Comics, uh, but they are they're pumping out movies. They're doing a lot of crazy things here. But Andy Andy, Andy Muschietti, yeah, Andreas Muschietti. We once heard from someone say Andreas Muschietti, and I was yeah. like, who? <laughs> Who's that man? Who's that guy? Yeah, um, Andy Muschietti is going to be directing Batman: The Brave and the Bold. It's an interesting time right now because we literally just got box office that dropped. Yeah. And we have yeah. this that dropped. We have a lot of flash, you know, a lot of the, the I guess, the 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 undoing of the flash yeah, and everything yeah, right yeah. now, you know? Yeah. Um, the spoils of everything that's been coming out. So, yeah, t- take it away. Well, let's talk about this first, and yeah. I guess we could introduce all the other factors going into this right now. Yeah, essentially, I mean, it was reported, uh, you know, a little while ago that Andy Machete would be directing Batman Brave and the Bold, and then no one had confirmed anything, and then right pretty much just a couple of days before the flash came out, it was official. Andy, Andy and, and his wife, Barbara, are going to be Sister. directing an is his sister? It's his sister. Oh, that's gross. Then I have... Oops. Oops. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, who knows? I don't know what relationship they have, but... Like, I, oh, I hope I'm pretty sure they're sister, brother and sister. Are you, okay, are you, are, you, are you not sure? No, I'm 100% sure, oh. but... Oh, that, okay. was, that was a joke. You know, no, they're very close as brother and sorry, sister. I think so I'm so used to seeing husband and wife duos. Like, you think of Nolan... Yeah, and some other people that I can't think of. Yeah, right now. Barbara Machete is a sister. Okay, yeah, cool, so cool, cool. We have we have been corrected. I no need to write in. No, no, nothing, nothing show. gross here. No, my apologies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are brother and sister, uh, so they will be back at it for Batman: Brave and the Bold. What do you What do you guys think? I mean, we we've had some great discussions on this in the past amongst ourselves. Um, there's there's a lot of chaos amongst the world of dc right now in the sense that we have already a fantastic batman series taking place right now and it's it's also going to be on max because we'll have shows attached to it by the wonderful matt reeves uh, in daniel's studio right now we are surrounded by matt reeves batman paraphernalia so it's it's everywhere it's, a, <laughs> it's everywhere it is it is everywhere yeah. which is a good thing it's not it a bad is, thing no because they're thing. also nice pieces they're they really are very nice pieces. nice pieces um there's a lot to this shabazz i'll be honest give, give me give me some of the some of your points i think andy machete is a good director okay then that's it we'll end we'll end it but right here take time i'm i'm genuinely genuinely i don't know how i feel about this new batman because one we just got a flash movie that had two batman in it that's three actually if yeah you, if you have watched the film i mean so should we just put like a spo- 42 at this point yeah should there we put a should we, know, should we are we okay to talk spoilers you know what it, should it we is, give a warning it's, it's opening weekends done right okay so we're going to give a warning there will be spoilers for the flash right yeah, now i think it's moving time. forward sound the alarm we're going to be talking about is that the is that the, that's the flash this <laughs> <laughs> the whale whale noise. Oh. um yeah so and, we just okay? got we just finished okay. uh we just i, th- I think anthony just stood up a- anthony and looks like he's going to start doing the run that ezra miller does in the flash like, Dude, no, you're stretching. Have, you I can't stretch. You don't have much of a I, runway. I got, here. I got table legs here, man. Okay. Table legs. Hey, hey, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a serious <laughs> disease, eh? <laughs> table legs. Uh, yeah. So we have a, a flash film that just opened up that have that had three Batman in it. We had Ben Affleck. We had Michael Keaton, who we knew were going to be in it, and then at the George very Clooney. end, 
George Clooney. Leor George Clooney. Clooney shows up at the end of this film for some goddamn reason. Yeah. Um, and it leaves us, at least me, and I think it left a lot of people <laughs> confused because as shocking as it was to see him, you're also just like, as Barry said in the film, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why is this? Like, why are you here right now? It was just to, not to cut you off here real quickly, but it was a week of wild endings in films. We got that. And then we got Transformers and G.I. Joe. Yeah. That we were like, what the hell is what is going on it yeah. just felt like sticking anything to the wall week yeah so we, it's been it's been interesting endings for this week but then yeah we have george Clooney showing up and then we don't really know what's going on in the future blue beetle is the first dcu character right but, but not movie but superman is the first dcu movie i'm okay that's a little confusing i guess but is does that mean the flash isn't part of the dcu going forward is there a new universe it doesn't seem like it it seems like we're in a really bad spot with it and andy again like i said i think andy's a great director he directed one of my favorite horror films with it chapter one which i think is a brilliant film part two did not meet those expectations or the the heights of the first film and now we have another back-to-back film which even if i give the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. that he came into you know a messy regime three different dc regimes coming in he's still credited as a writer on this he's the director of this he's worked on this for the last three years it's a very messy movie Mm -hmm. and the box office this weekend after we've been told that this is one of the greatest films ever made this is one of the greatest superhero films ever made this isn't even the best superhero film that released this month yeah and like i think that that's what's shaking me a little bit right now with my faith going forward i love james gunn i am so excited to see what he does with superman but i am also very cautious in the sense where it's like oh okay like we're doing batman and we also just got matt reeves's new take on batman where i feel like this batman's going to feel very studio yeah. driven or i guess this is, this james vision driven which ben affleck essentially was. turned into that after yeah. his, his appearance in batman versus superman so this is the one that's going to push the toys forward right this is the one that's going to push merchandise forward this is that batman <sighs> yeah that i think we're getting so it's just it's just interesting so i'm like i'm like uh, it's weird that i'm not excited for a new batman right where i just we just got matt reeves I am, which i not think for his exactly i'm excited for part two of the batman but for batman brave and the bold with damian wayne and whatever's going forward i'm like i'm like until it also until it happens because it feels so far away like there's right. no way we get this movie before 2027 right at this point or no. 2026 if that if that i don't i don't i just i'm not excited i i just i i wish i was and it's weird to say i'm not excited for a film i think once you actually see it i'm like oh that's cool yeah but because i'm we're eating so well with what matt reeves have, has given us yeah i'm like that's kind of where i'm focused right now on batman and i don't really care about whatever this new take is going to be until i guess it gets here yeah yeah Anthony, what about yourself well i'm in this mindset that not about i don't want to see another superhero film other than the batman what about beyond spider-verse sure i like yeah but like live action do you want to see the animated one no no no, he's talking talking about live action movies yeah because i think animated form always works okay cool cool in pretty much all aspects of a comic book type of story sure but for me i just don't it doesn't matter anymore because i got endgame right and that's it. There's nothing that you can make me happier than Endgame. That can make me happier than Endgame. Mm. Because that is essentially that 25 uh, superhero movie run to that point 
was the culmination of just 10 years, 10 years, great, great storytelling. And it led to a, an event that we all loved. And I think culturally it was huge for everyone. Yeah. Um, right now I don't care about comic book movies anymore. Mm hmm. After watching The Flash, um, it all looks the same. It there's no the story is not connecting with me. The and they should be because these books always did. They always connected with me. They they kind of got me into this world. And I feel like the world the the storytelling is lacking in all parts. Marvel and DC. I did like James Gunn's Guardians. Um, but again, I totally forgot about it. It's not like this. Like it was monumental, a good movie. It, but it didn't it's, stick it right with you again yeah and i think it's just that i got to a point where i'm so i ex, i'm so ex, happy with what we got with that everything before phase four, four yeah phase four we're in phase five now marvel when we went to phase four and phase five every year it just i just started not caring anymore because i'm like i i'm satisfied with yeah. what i got and we also were we getting a it. lot we we're yeah. getting a lot all at once and even like we watching secret invasion too and we, you could listen to a review i just wasn't excited for it i just need to be excited for a story like i was excited for andor because that was so out of the blue and it was a story that i didn't expect and it's about characters that don't even matter because they're dead and it was still one of the most exciting tv series that i've seen and yeah. that year or was it it ended this year yeah and ended, ended, ended the last year 2022 yeah okay yeah it ended december right that time period november december right yes but nothing or like, no i technically it ended in like in november no but yeah yeah but i just sure whatever you want to do i'm excited for the batman because i know the storytelling and what matt reeves is doing it's a different but everything level, yeah. else that this you know james gunn has put out it's all going to be like a commercialized vision of what warner brothers wants right it's not going to be the batman it's not going to be this really good written script where fucking this dude who spent two years writing the script before he even started making the movie yeah and he wrote the other script during that the, the hiatus of the other two years and um I just, I don't know. That's where I'm in. And, and I, I think I, that's, I just feel, and it's not fatigue. No, it's not fatigue. It's not. I think we're, we're fatigued just, of weak stories. A hundred percent. That's, that's the biggest thing. And, and James and Ashley spoke about that on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast where he's like, he's like, I think people are, people aren't fatigued at superhero stories. They're fatigued at big spectacle films that just don't give us anything. No. And I think, and I think it's true. And I think a lot of studios are guilty of that where we get like these big action CG driven messes and you're just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel after it anymore, right? Exactly. And that's why I feel like when those movies come that shine through, like the Beyond the Spider-Verses, like Guardians Volume I want to be surprised. It's one of those things like, oh, wow, like you went and you told a, an incredible story and, and that resonates. Nothing about Batman Brave of the Bold feels like it's going to be a director, artist-driven film right and i think that's my biggest issue with it where you look at matt reeves's batman you look at christopher nolan's batman hell even you look at Zack snyder what he did with batman those feel like very director driven decisions mm. of who these characters are tim burton's batman right i'm not going to count the joel schubacher ones even those, though, those are the the studio ones yeah because even though like, those are studio ones and even though there's joel schumacher like isms in them uh those are still playing off of the world kind of built by tim burton yeah you look at every version of we've gone of batman up to this point has been very director driven 
uh, Ben Affleck's unfortunately kind of went off the map, especially in you know in the Flash compared to what we've seen him in in Batman vs Superman or even Zack Snyder's Justice League. But they feel like artist driven. Like we're doing a take on this. We're I'm putting my spin on who, what the mythos of Batman is. And Batman Brave of the Bolds, Andy Machete, like, I just don't, I don't see it. And if you were to ask me, like, what's Andy Machete's style? Like, I really don't, don't know yet. No, we no, don't, don't know yet. Right. And and that's the thing. I think because of like, he's done like three big budget films back to back to back. Um, I'm just curious to see what his identity is going to be to this, mm. or if it's just going to be like, you know, the studio, you know, soup of the day Yeah, of like, this is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Hey, that's right? what it's, it's, you're right. It's like the soup of the day. Yeah. This, this today is, you know. Tomato. The Flash. Yeah. Oh, next week is, or in a couple of months, it's going to be Blue Beetle. And after that, it's going to be Aquaman. And I don't want in Marvel, soups. we have the same, and it's the yeah. same soup. And, and I'm and, like, and, and, I want something different. Yeah. And, and that's the thing where it's like, okay, this is, you know, DC's second attempt now of trying to tell, uh, to create a, a interconnected world. Yeah. And it's like, Marvel doesn't even have to try anymore when it comes to, um, to these to these visions of because like people just believe like oh yeah these are in the same world we've established these rules and look at the flash the flash is suffering now because it's been a movie that's been years in development well we're going to talk about the box office soon and we're going to talk about everything else surrounding it <laughs> but it's like you have a movie that's coming out that people don't care about the dc brand is so you know damaged at this point and a one bad super uh, one bad superhero film is bad for all superhero films oh yeah because you know, it's like this you you have it's a string right you know, they're all connected they're all they connected all have, it's like spaghetti yeah you know what i mean um but it's like <laughs> but it's like one bad film is bad for all of them absolutely and guess what the next superhero film is it's another dc one yeah. it's blue beetle yeah. which is a character that not a lot of people know who i reyes is right like like that blue beetle is a character that's really loved in the comics loved in the animated shows um he's a great loved character in gaming. In, in gaming yeah with the injustice, injustice. um but he's also like a, a c-lister a character yeah, absolutely you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and it's like yeah we're gonna try and make him popular now but it's like okay but this movie's also coming out in august and it was an originally a, an hbo max film and now it's going to be pushed into theaters is it going to do well? And it's also, what is this whole thing about, this is the first character, but not the first movie. So you're it's telling almost us- as if like, like, you're almost saying like, I don't approve of the movie, movie style. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and that's the thing where it's like, okay, does the movie not matter then? Yeah. You're telling us like that messaging makes me feel like the movie doesn't matter. The character, I'll watch it when he's in the DCEU. That's it. But I don't care about the I film watch that's coming the out one, now. Then, yeah. So like that's, that's I think, really poor messaging going again, into it. That's right? for that's for general audiences. And, you know, for us, obviously, like we, we don't care. But mentally, we're going to be like thinking that way when we right. watch that film. And, and listen, these films live on the Internet. And I yeah. mean, like these discussions live on the internet don't think people seeing warner brothers copyright stroke so many oh my God. accounts of footage that wasn't even the flash yeah because that affects people's opinions online of seeing things and, and it, everything like it that, definitely right? did this weekend because the flash opened with 55 million for you know all the way from its projected 70 disastrous disastrous 55 million that's less than black adam which was a stinker as well which it's wild to think that like 55 <laughs> that's, million that's so less wild. that's less than shazam did yeah the first Shazam. The first Shazam, yeah. You know, that's less than what the Incredible Hulk did. 
Yeah, it's wild. It's it's absolutely insane. And I mean, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, I don't know why you did 600 different fan screenings. So many people watched this movie for free, and I think they were banking on, oh, if we show different versions or different cuts, or if people really like it, they'll come back and watch it a second time. It 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 didn't it didn't work. I don't know it's what because kind of they movie knew you had. it was a bad film. But I don't did like they did they, like they, I don't know I, what they I don't know did. because don't know. the messaging to. that we were getting from this was this like James had even said this is one of the greatest films ever and if he believes that sure yeah but it also makes me like question they a little said bit, it like, was Godfather Goodfellas <laughs> then the Flash no but like but he said again on Rosenbaum's podcast it was just one of the greatest films ever we were getting touted that this is the greatest superhero film ever made one of the greatest superhero films ever made everyone's gonna love it. And listen, they did exactly what they needed to do to get the goodwill and get people talking about The Flash. When it opened at CinemaCon, you had a good buzz coming out of it. And then they did a million fan screenings. And guess what? Every single fucking person who would have been there opening day to see your movie and give you money already saw the film and every single influencer is not gonna go see it again and oh that, my gosh the influencers and and, and this the is the influencers th- and this is the thing though right it's dumb like, decision warner brothers dumb decision but like this is the thing now we have all this positive word of mouth that's happened weeks ago yep three and a half weeks ago at this point all of the good word of mouth is gone because now well all that's dry. left is the is the general audience going to see it and going what the fuck did i just watch yeah the well is dry yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely there was a weird attempt um you know really quickly well since we were talking about box office elemental opened up to 29 that's criminally low as well yeah that is, yeah. That is bad lowest news. ever right that's bad news that's yeah that's lower than the first toy story yeah, yeah. so i'm curious to see what's going to happen moving forward with pixar and you know next year they're going back to two a year releases i do think disney plus um like warner brothers saw as well too like that did a lot of damage to people's perception of yeah this is going to be available to watch at home and this is this is also the unfortunate thing when a movie performs bad it just means that it's sooner to come to home release absolutely so like the it, it just it's like a perpetual cycle that you can't get out of it and, and right? you want know it may find its home on disney plus yeah look at coco right coco, coco. yeah Go go no, oh, sorry, Encanto. Uh, Encanto. Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. exactly. It'll find yeah. its home there. It's just, it's just a bad time. And I don't know. They're now they're trying to do Toy Story five to hopefully get go back into the theaters and it'll do well. That's that's a big franchise yeah. for them. You wonder if it'll do well because Toy Story four and all those like Toy Story like, four still made over a billion dollars. It, it did, though, but it's right? just like man, like not a memorable film. No, but it's still the Toy Story yeah. will always sell. You you wonder because yeah. the Lightyear didn't do anything. Yeah, but but Lightyear wasn't Toy Story. I know, I know, but it's just still those characters. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing no. with them. Just saying, it sounds like, like you're disagreeing a little. I, bit. A little bit because yeah. i think you're stupid but uh, no, 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 no. but, but, but <laughs> you, look, you look at toy story and again yeah. toy story 4 came out 2019 so yeah. we're also in a pre-pandemic world pre-pandemic we're in a pre-disney plus having everything day and date world yeah. that pixar was doing for a couple years um and again i get why they did it because pandemic people were going to theaters but when you Just, have films like luca and turning red and soul um on your platform you know day yeah. and date i think people are like you know what we could also wait to see it and also you're opening up against a giant superhero film. absolutely it's, a, it's an interesting which course. also didn't do well <laughs> yeah it, it yeah. was yeah. A, but it split the audience it's, right it definitely yeah. the, the wrong week for elemental to be out yeah. yeah i just even if it was on its own i don't think it would have gained a lot of money in july i i just feel like this movie could have probably been better off in november or yeah, December. Holiday season. yeah 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 it's more it's it's not the summer blockbuster that they were no no thinking yeah, it's not it was a summer and, it, and it's the same slot that Lightyear was in that Lightyear underperformed in, yeah. right yeah. but as we see and as we as obviously we were seeing with yeah. with tom cruise this week you know 
trying to get like IMAX screens for for Mission Impossible. These studios plant their flags so far in advance. Like Elemental had this release date probably four or five years ago. Yeah, right. We were seeing already. Probably we start. Yo, Disney announces you know slots for twenty twenty three and film. Here's and, a and, and beyond. Here, yeah, and like we don't know what it is, but they know it's either going to be Elemental or it's going to be you know yeah. Elio whatever is ready for the line. Also, sorry, I watched the trailer for Elio. Yeah, I did not like that trailer at all it, it didn't did feel not like a picture movie. good mo- it did not look like a good movie it didn't have a single laugh i didn't yeah i was really bummed out by that what do you think is the issue with pixar though like what happened to like the general audience to just not connect with because the story for elemental is very endearing and it's yeah, really nice yeah. it's really cute and it has some really important messaging right but what is it is it the animation how they utilize it I why isn't it, it like ratatouille which Again, I wasn't expecting you to say Ratatouille, Ratatouille or, 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 yeah. or um, Nemo. What like why yeah. why are those stories? Or stand? Wally or Toy Story or, or Monsters yeah. Inc. or Incredibles. I think because we know the Pixar formula. Yeah. And I think a lot of that too is the same kind of issues that people are getting on the MCU side, where it's like, oh, we we're familiar with what this is, and it's almost starts to feel a little predictable or not. But even then, right. I don't think the issue is this the quality of storytelling because pixar's films still review generally well yeah i think it's just we're coming out of a pandemic going to the theaters expensive pete doctor said this himself in an interview with variety this week and people are so conditioned to like watching things at home and i think when people look at an animated film they think am i going to take my kids to go watch this no i could wait a month and they could watch it on loop as many times as they want you know interesting because we're not who needs to rush to a theater to go watch an animated film right unless it's something like spider-verse that has such incredible word of mouth where elemental is getting good reviews but it's it's, it's not like it's not lighting the world but on it's fire. not but it's not like spider-verse where people are just like have you seen spider-verse yet yeah. you need yeah. to watch spider-verse and yeah, i think yeah. it's it's that and spider-verse is also so different than yeah. anything we've gone before yeah. it that feels people, fresh that people want that fresh and even though Ant pixar has the greatest animation in the world I just think that people are so used to it now. People take advantage of the work that Pixar does. We're just like, yeah, it's amazing, but I've seen it before. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but you need to realize this is like what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. But people are just, are just like, it's what, yeah, it's, people think, just uh, don't treat animation like they treat other films. Do you yeah. think Pixar needs to start rethinking the demographic for their films, like their age groups? Because it's always going to be kids, right? I'd Everything they've see, ever made is kids. But I'd it's love never to see been Pixar young adult out, yeah. or or adult, yeah, and it, like more mature content. It'd be so Do cool you to think see that Pixar. Maybe the next step for them because I feel like at that time when they were starting fresh, it made sense. Okay, we're animate, we're we're going, we're transitioning from two D animation to three D animation. We're going to create these stories for kids, and they're going to grow up with them. Mm-hmm. But kids are growing up so quickly now. Like the moment social media came around, yeah, kids who are kids. They don't have a child. They don't have a child life anymore. They just they go. Their they know they go gone, to their iPhone yeah. and they could watch whatever they want on YouTube, and then they can stream to a social network like Instagram and TikTok, and their their sense of wonder has completely yeah. disappeared. Yeah. You're right. You're so, very true. And, and that's I think that's a huge factor of it, right? Yeah. We're kids now. Where I think of like my cousin who is you know just turned thirteen. And you know they're you're in they're in that awkward like yo I'm a I'm a kid Teenage, still but also but I'm also a kid I'm gonna watch more adult stuff and they're so into a lot more not adult but more just like 
like the love euphoria like horror 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 <laughs> Sorry, because you said Sorry. euphoria so i was <laughs> gonna say you horror oh um, no they're into like a lot more like you know skewing older right. where if i was 13 and i'm going to the movies for a birthday party i'm probably seeing whatever pixar movie opened up or yeah. whatever superhero film was open at the time or like comedy yeah. but like younger pg-13 comedy yeah, right? yeah, yeah. um and i think that's a, a huge thing that anthony mentions is is the um is just like the the age and the the age that we're in right now with the internet i also th- would love to see and i think it's the next step and i think of what what game studios are doing like you look at a company like insomniac mm. where they were so known for creating their own their own characters and stories their and then how, now look they're doing spider-man and ubisoft their own ips and then now they're doing star, star wars. wars and avatar and i think there's going to come a time where we're going to see pixar doing or adapting an ip zelda that i don't even i don't think <laughs> Zelda. No. but i think they'll do like it'd be cool to see i mean you have you your company owns marvel and owns star yeah. wars like a, a, a star wars film animated by pixar, pixar yeah. or a marvel film animated by pixar i think would be amazing and i hope marvel studios does animated films in the future too because I you look at spider-verse and it's like they're technically considered in the same multiverse Universe, yeah. right so i mean like you have so many opportunities there to tell cool stories and i know pixar is set on always telling their own stories mm-hmm. but when it kind of starts to feel like oh what if you know feelings had feelings or what if italians yeah. had feelings <laughs> italians it's like feelings? you know what i mean like that. i always think of like that joke yeah. that those memes that we see yeah it, it starts to feel like we're getting the same type of stories but just with like new skin sometimes yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know when you talk about new skin we can also talk about how skin can sometimes look in a movie dude i don't know why <laughs> i felt like you were teeing into an ad i'm like do we have a sponsor on this episode by the way son you mentioned skin it's funny mentioned this skin. episode skins. of the is movie podcast like, low is, like, is it is it skims skims kim kardashian her uh clothing are you wearing some right now no i don't know i don't believe you man you look, you look a little compressed show, i will <laughs> you look yeah. a little compressed right now yeah i'm wearing nike that's why oh that's true you always wear nike you look good you look good man no one can see though yeah, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking of skin, you know, skin is a very interesting thing to animate. Uh, <laughs> my God, I was wondering. I'm like, is he going? Okay, all right. CGI. Let, him cook. <laughs> let, let me go, guys. Uh, no, CGI, bad CGI is is a is a very difficult thing to defend, and it's also something that's been really, it's been occurring a lot in in movies and in television. Now we have so many studios fighting for the ability it's almost like fighting for imax screens they're trying to fight for you know animators hours and and vfx artists to kind of create amazing cgi and sometimes we get really good cgi like we did with avatar the way of water and then sometimes we'll get ant-man and the quantum mania or ant-man the wasp quantum mania so we'll get a lot of great things and a lot of bad things and one of the recently rough cg looking movies was the flash it had some bonker cg at some points that we were like oh my god what the hell are they doing like now that we can talk about spoilers let's go to the christopher reeves let's go to the nicholas cage yeah. uncanny valley looking ass motherfuckers the, the out there scary ass babies that he's scary ass babies yeah. that look reminded me of son of the mask yeah i'll be honest though very i true. will be honest and I, I'm, honest. I'm, I'm, I'm not like i don't mean to compare movies okay quantum mania looked way better than the flash did for me Okay. like quantum mania had at least the, the effects felt like they were in the world more right flash effects were like jaw-droppingly bad for me right right yeah. right i like, get that i get not that. not to compare effects and again this is uh, well andy's gonna have an excuse for it he has second, an excuse but like this is it just comes down to underpaid workers 
them having a million projects on the go, not being compensated for it, or not having enough people working on it, and being crunched time wise. We have a lot of friends in this industry that are just constantly under the gun when it comes to when it comes to working on effects. So we can't. The blame is never on them. But we only could criticize the final result that we mm-hmm. get, and that's a reflection of the studio more than anything. And, 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 and Andreas Muschietti or Andy Muschietti, <laughs> Andy Muschietti d- yeah. defended the, the CG, the, the rough-looking CG for the movie by saying, the idea, of course, is we are in the perspective of the Flash. Everything is distorted in terms of lights and textures. We enter this water world, which is basically being in Barry's POV. It was part of the design, so it looks a little weird to you. That was intended. Um, okay. I, I think that's BS. Yeah. I really do think that's BS. And, and, and I hate that this was a, a quote that is given because this is going to be memed. It already is. Forever. Already is. Like, right? oh, this is this is the intent. And uh, yeah, we've been seeing a bunch, a bunch of them on social media. I think that is such a weird, like, yeah, you could have a distinct look that you're going for. But when things look awful, like, that's not intended. Yeah. Like, that is, that is just, this was a last minute decision. Or this was just not planned properly yeah. because you look at what we got in this film and it's shockingly like there's some shockingly just this is a film that came out in 2013 in 2023 yeah it feels like a movie that came out in 1998 it's, yeah the baby faces will haunt you yeah like that's not that there's no way that when the flash is in the speed force that the baby faces just look like that i would never go in the speed I, force I just i'd don't, be too scared I, like that's such a bullshit excuse because yeah. everything slowed slow it's slow down so slow down. why why isn't the baby's face look more more like Just a baby's like face <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it's it whatever what daniel said is exactly the yeah. truth it's underpaid vfx artists not enough vfx artists vfx studios who are like under the gun and also very very strict with their employees where you know these studios last they're like pop-up shops they last a movie and then they go away and someone yeah. else opens one up and yada yada it's they're almost like farmhouses at this point yeah. and it's because we rely on cg so much yeah. um to create these stories but some of these stories you know when they when they take 10 years to make yeah and they go through all these changes and you don't know what the fuck the movie's about which the flash is you get the cg that you get yeah and we've even had like there's a lot of times in the film where it's like the the face replacement they did for on the two berries i'm like that looks strange mm. like but he's on the speed force like mm. there's there's just things that aren't in the speed force that look bad right like you look at the final battle of this film that's in the in a barren desert where it's like yeah i get it that's where the the kryptonians met the humans in this desert but it actually looked like a desert in you saw like mountainscapes yeah it looked like a yeah. desert in man of steel which man of steel effects blow this movie out of the water oh, absolutely you have this film where these the two berries are like they go like foot to foot and they go in a circle and you've been seeing those clips going around i'm like it looks like that in the film and it's shockingly bad mm. we have the flash show that has been dragged for bad cg but it looks worlds better at moments than a lot of the mm. moments in the flash which is crazy to think knowing that the budget this movie had and now the opening that this movie had i can only imagine the conversations that are going on at warner brothers right now where they're at like this moment at they this think moment it's a good good cg man that's warner brothers no but like i'm, I'm curious though like are they thinking going forward okay it's What's the happening? greatest movie of all time. It's, like, it's one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. It's, you know, what are they thinking for Blue Beetle? What are they thinking for Aquaman? That's all visual effects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I, I'm so confused and I'm so generally 
curious to see what's going to go forward because this is bomb number three in a row for Warner Brothers. Like I, I was seeing, it could have been Oppenheimer, their fourth bomb. Yeah, but no, they <laughs> they went with Barbie instead. Uh, but, but I'm just I'm genuinely curious uh, what's going to happen moving forward with Blue Beetle and yeah. Aquaman because clearly people don't give a shit about the DCEU anymore. No, the damage is so there's so much damage done to the brand. It's like Metropolis right now at the end of Man of Steel. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's and it's wild to think because I just spent the first ten minutes of this episode talking about how much I love my adventures with Superman and how great that show is, animated show. But on this side, I'm like on the movie side, this is happening. And it also makes me scared because James Gunn going forward remembers like we're going to have a unified TV, film, game. video game. Dude, video games take five, six years to make now. Yeah. How are you going to be prepped that? So like, events? I don't understand. How are you going to be involved in the production of a video game, but also be directing films, writing films, yeah. shepherding these other studios? Not even Marvel Studios does that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have any Marvel Studios games. No. And, like, that's, like, that weren't, like, movie tie-ins, like, back in the day. We don't even get this right, anymore. Right, right, we don't get this anymore. But, like, I'm I'm so curious, and I'm, and I'm scared that it's going to stop development of things like My Adventures with Superman because they want to have a unified TV show side and animation side where it's all going to be DCU. And I don't want it to be that. I want yeah. there to be able to have projects that can live on their own. Yeah. Look at Batman Cape Crusader. Warner Brothers chucked aside a J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, and Bruce Tim produced series and sold it to Amazon. Is it Amazon or is it it's Netflix? Prime. Oh, sorry. It's Prime. It's Prime, yeah. Prime Video yes, yes. is going to be the home of a Batman TV show. That is wild to me. Yeah. That is so crazy. Adult Swim is another one that got like was going to be on Cartoon Network and they pushed it to Adult Swim. Right. And it's going to be on HBO Max the next day or Max the next day. Yeah. But it just makes me really curious to see what's going to happen. I don't think like people talk about, you know, Batman versus Superman being the low for for the DCU the Suicide Squad in 2016. I think this last year has been the lowest, you know, since Wonder Woman almost. Was Wonder Woman 2021 2020. or 2020? Um I don't think the DCU or DCEU has, you know, recovered. has recovered at all since then. Yeah. You know, it's been a rough go. And like this last year is, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Someone just turned on their Netflix because <laughs> we're about to go into the Tudum event that just happened in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Brazil. Welcome to Brazil. Brazil. Wait, it happened in Sao Paulo. I'm just, I just guessed. I'm, I'm assuming. I, I, it yeah, I'm happened assuming. in Sao Paulo. Yes, yeah. yes. It was a live event. Everywhere, everywhere else is pretty much like Netflix would be on fire. It, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of stuff was announced. I don't know. Long was event. There? <laughs> let me let me talk about some of the quick things that were announced. We got season two of Squid Game. Just announcements of the cast. Uh, yeah. I, I I loved. Suicide Squad. I was call it. Squid Game. It was, it was a really fun show. It was not fun. It was more depressing. Uh, but it was a great show. Really well written, and it was entertaining. Uh, I really hope season two can kind of. You watched it as well, Anthony, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I really hope season two can kind of uh, do do something. What show is this? Right, Squid, Squid Game. Game. Oh, Squid Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it it needs to be less. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Soap opery. Yeah, Koreans. They love soap Their operas. TV series very soap opery, and more like again cut the fat and just focus on this on the story. I agree. We also got a trailer for you season five, or more of just an announcement from Penn yeah. Badgley. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, Etermana, um, <laughs> what? Are you the Rock? It's coming." Yeah, and uh, we got you know clips of past 
appearances like Jenna Ortega. So, you know, the internet's like, oh, is she coming back? And I think with the way that she is right now, with the way you was with the last season, I can imagine them bringing her back. In you? In you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That'd be, that's interesting. Yeah. Because she um, knows, right? She she knows. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bridgerton, Emily in Paris. Uh, we got a trailer for the new um, movie starring Gal Gadot. Heart, uh, of, heart, heart of war no, no. it's like heart of i would say heart of darkness it's not heart, heart of darkness, darkness. <laughs> uh yeah we got we got that i can't find it what the name of it was bloody hell bloody um, but while you're looking for that daniel we got a trailer for one piece i've never seen the anime of one Piece. i've seen i've seen a couple of episodes yeah but, did uh, you watch the trailer i did not movie? watch the trailer you know okay. i didn't watch the trailer can i be very honest heart of stone no one's yeah. saying hey yeah we don't know don't we don't we don't know no we don't know i mean it's always it's Fall always it's all it it's always like oh this is the most uh, number one watch original yeah. film based on seconds in the u.s at yeah this time. it's like oh that's this a very most, specific most watched jennifer lopez movie in the month of may on the second moon of yeah the called harvest. mother yeah like, oh okay I, I hope so yeah sure yeah zach snyder dropped a behind the scenes look at rebel moon um sure uh, what else did we get? We got uh, look at the Avatar, the Last Airbender, uh, pictures from it to see how the new cast looks, and uh, we got the you know the creators of Game of Thrones, David Benioff and DB Weiss are doing their first Netflix show, which I'm assuming they got paid millions to do, uh, called The Three Body Problem. It's based on a book. Um, so yeah, let's 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 see what what's happening. Like, I'll be honest, something really excited me. Like, I wasn't like, oh my god, I can't wait. Um, so I think we're just gonna just when it comes out, we'll hopefully have reviews for some of these things and maybe some things we won't. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, Netflix is going to have a lot of Netflix has some amazing you know content which we hate saying ep shows and documentaries and movies sorry at least episodes no no like of of shows of (laughs) movies of of tv shows coming out yeah but um a lot of them you know like the tour de france one like sometimes like it's you got to really look for them you gotta look yeah you know you gotta look for it so i'm 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 excited for more but i just i just wish that you know it's hard because like we're in an age where these things just come and go so fast and you know even you shay were mentioning like extraction 2 is out but you weren't even seeing it on your homepage. I've seen the first extraction film on my Netflix account. They can see how many minutes of it I've seen clearly. Saturday comes around. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if that new extraction movie came out. I opened my Netflix page and it wasn't even on the homepage. I had to really search for it to find it. That's weird. Yeah. Triple A titles like that should be the first thing you see when Absolutely. you open up the app. Yeah, and, and it's I, not and it's not a Netflix issue. You know, Disney Plus happens with Disney Plus too, but luckily Disney Plus I think is really good at putting things on the banner. Their at the banner's top. good and even their like new to Disney Plus is like one of the first rows. Yeah. It doesn't switch. No, and, and that's the thing. And also Netflix changes depending on what platform you're on. The yes. layout of it is different if yeah. you're on Apple TV versus your TV app yeah. or the app. Um and I think this happens with Prime Video as well too, where I, I remember Prime Video is at least a little bit better now, but I remember when One Night in Miami came out and Where it was, was it? nowhere on the homepage. Yeah. I'm like, this is a Prime Video movie. And you know what Prime Video movie. does that I'm not a big fan of is they put the a trailer in front of the series you're about to watch. So let's say, for instance, you watch The Boys, they'll put a trailer for some something else that's going to be coming out. Down. Apple TV Plus is that as well. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's like part of it. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't like that. I want to watch the, the series. Like yeah, I, yeah. I press play. Don't give me a trailer. Yeah. Market it properly yeah. through your platform. Yeah, but, but that but that is them. That's how marketing is now. Because yeah. even though it's not an ad, 
It's like it's still have a skip intro, but they have a skip intro button for them. That's like okay, yeah, but they but they put it there because clearly that show isn't getting the love it needs. Was like yeah, but if you marketed more, maybe it will, or maybe but maybe they see it as yeah, we have to put it here because even we can market it all we want, people may not know. Utilize the. TTC, there's so many. There's it's TTC, the buses, the the the. No, you're, you're going, you're going old school marketing, eh? But yeah, but yeah, but what's a picture going to tell somebody? What a, a trailer could people may start watching and be like, oh shoot, what is this? You know, but but it's but it's intrusive because people who are going into wanting to watch a show, they're like, yeah, I know about Jack Reacher. Like you don't have to tell me about it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I get it. Speaking of release dates. Disney's kind of shaking some up, so I'm just going to quickly drop some of these in here. Uh, live action Moana will be released on June 27, 2025. Deadpool 3 has moved up from November 8th, 2024 to May 3rd. That's, that's its third new date That's now. interesting that it's getting pushed up earlier because it's a it's part of the writer's strike and everything. Wait, so, so it's getting... Because it's shooting now. Yeah. So it got from pushed... From November to, to May. But it didn't get... It got moved pulled, up. Pulled up. Oh, wow. Pulled up, yeah. So 2024? Same year, yeah. November 8th. To May 3rd. Wow. So it's going to be May next year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're less than a year away from that movie. I know. There's no way. Uh, we'll have to see. There's no way. An untitled <laughs> Star Wars movie is debuting on December 18, 2026. Might be the Ray film, I'm assuming. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the Avatar 3 is now December 2025. Avatar 4 is December 2029. Avatar 5 is December 2031. Goodness oh my God. me. If we're still doing the show, I mean... I hope we're not doing it like this. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. That is a huge, huge leap. Captain America, Brave New World is moving from May instead of the, it's now t- it's now going to Deadpool. That will now be moving to July 26th, which delays Thunderbolts to December of 2024, Blade to February 2025, and Fantastic Four to May of 2025. Kang Dynasty, the next Avengers film, is also getting pushed an entire year from May to well, May again, but 2026. And uh, Secret Wars is jumping from May 2026 to May 2027. Is it because they're looking for a new king? I don't I don't know. We don't know anything yet. But there's a lot of shifts. I mean, obviously, the writer's strike, uh, which, you know, pay the writers, uh, is still happening. And uh, until until that comes to a conclusion, this is something that we're going to be seeing quite often. This yeah, is gonna be and, and I, and I honestly don't even think that, uh, in all honesty, like, I know a lot of the stuff with Jonathan, Ma- Jonathan Majors is up in the air right now. Uh, we don't know everything, but I, I don't even think it's going to be called the King Dynasty anymore. Like, I, I honestly think they're going to do either Seer Wars first or they're going to do Doctor Doom. Yeah. And, like, I think it's going to really shake up what's going <laughs> forward. And I, and I think this writer strike and I think everything going on with the world right now with superhero films, I think Marvel is going to, you know, dramatically slow down. Absolutely. Output, especially on the Disney Plus side. Yeah. Should Disney Plus be cheaper then? No. Once I'm not saying it shouldn't, but I'm saying it won't go cheaper. It won't go cheaper. No, because there's you, you're nothing ever drops in price. Yeah, you're yeah, still know. you're I'm still going to have like a million things coming. But to the it, value right? of Disney Plus becomes not as valuable as it was the moment it came out when you knew all these things were coming. Or what? The yeah, plan and, then, was and, there, for and there's it. still going to be stuff coming, but I don't think it will be as much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speaking of stuff that came out. There's trailers that we have as well. So, trailers. 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 We got to the Tadum trailers. Um, uh, none of them really stood out to me. It, I haven't seen any yeah. yet. But we have the trailer uh, for Elio, which I spoke about. I did see Elio. Yeah, didn't do it for me at all. I I can't believe that's a Pixar film. Yeah, I was blown away. It's I like, not, not. Have you familiar. not learned? 
uh poor things what's that that's the mark ruffalo emma stone yes yes yes, yes yeah. with rami yusuf yep. that's yeah. a interesting looks sorry, cool same director as the lobster and yeah. killing the favorite the, did you the, the favorite, favorite and yeah. killing of the sacred deer yeah uh yeah. the he's greek you your goes something something okay all right looks interesting cool. it's kind of like a pinocchio type of story play a who uh pinocchio oh okay I said a Pinocchio. Oh I my. did say Pinocchio. Yeah, I was like, "Who's that? Is his cousin?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he lies his nose goes inwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's Expendables it. four not looking so great. No, no, I hope it's good. I just want a good time. Yeah, because like I, I the just, last one was not great. No, but two is a fun one, movie. Yeah, I don't think this one. Will. I don't think it's gonna be good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we have a little fun little game planned here. We haven't done games in a while. The last game we did was something okay we haven't done games in a while here on this movie podcast and people were like guys you're not having fun no yeah i'm not I, having fun right now no you look sad i want to change your sadness into happiness in a quick second here because we're gonna play a fun little game that daniel you kind of just started doing randomly when we were sitting in a theater and we called it what's the prompt it's very similar to our old game that we used to play on here what's the plot Remember about the spot, guys? Yes. Remember how young what? and happy and full of, full of life we were? Yes. Yes. We're going back to that full of life era <laughs> <laughs> with a quick little game called What's the Prompt? And essentially, what we're going to be using is Chad GPT, the, the, uh, the enemy of the writers. Uh, and we're going to be creating a prompt in there. Like, write me a quick plot about a movie about XYZ directed by so-and-so. And one of us will read out what the plot is what the title of the film is and we have to guess who the director of that film is okay so we don't know the actor we don't know the director actors don't even matter yeah okay we just don't know the director yeah we just don't know the director okay like, what well, we have of, to guess that's the game part that's the game daniel i feel like you were writing one do you have a prompt ready for us <sighs> i have one i'm curious to see if you guys will be able to guess the director based on what's this what my prompt is okay um and you got you guys are gonna have to guess actually i want you guys to guess like because i'm gonna tell you what this movie's about so you'll be able to guess kind of what i put in my prompt yeah but yeah i want you to guess like oh this is a splank movie directed by blank about blank so right. at least give us that okay right so my movie is called echoes of sound <laughs> okay? okay echoes of sound all right Echoes of Sound is a gripping and mind-bending film directed in the distinctive style of blank. Exploring the immersive world of podcasting and the blurred lines between reality and perception, in this intricately woven narrative, the protagonist, a renowned podcaster, becomes entangled in a web of secrets and conspiracies as he delves deeper into the mysteries of his latest investigation. Can you tell me who directed Echoes of Sound? I'm, I'm kind of in the camp of two directors right now. Okay. You can only pick one. Fuck. Pick one. Okay. Because you, you, know, know, you want to pick, I'll pick the other one. <laughs> I'm going to say, and I feel like it's too easy if I say yeah. this, but I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to go for the bait. Go and for the bait? This is Christopher Nolan. Okay. And you, Anthony? I'm going to say it's a David Fincher. That was my second guess. Interesting. It's actually Winona Ryder. <laughs> She's directing um, the movie. Shabazz, you would be correct. It is Christopher uh, Nolan. Okay, it's a Christopher Nolan style film based on podcasting. Ah, yeah. very very nice. Yeah. There was one that we did that I really liked uh, about. It's a Wes Anderson Ooh. film about Chicken Nugget, the crazy yes, Chicken, Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Yeah, yeah that was that was that a, really was a funny, funny one. That was a funny one. Too. I've, I've got one here. Okay? okay, give it to us. It's called the title of the film is called Signals of Change. Oh, okay. okay. It's a historical drama. 
Signals of Change is a captivating historical drama directed by Blank that unveils the remarkable story behind the invention and implementation of traffic lights. Set in the early 20th century, the film explores the challenges, triumphs, and societal impact of this revolutionary invention that transformed urban transportation. Ah, not a lot to work off of. Not a lot one. to work off of. Can you read me the first sentence again? <laughs> you want to use it in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Signals of Change is a captivating historical drama directed by Blank that unveils the remarkable story behind the invention and implementation of traffic lights. I want to say Steven Spielberg. Okay. I want to say Spielberg. All right. Anything? Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Both both great answers. Yeah. Only one of you is wrong. Oh, one of you is right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steven Spielberg is correct. Oh, wow. It is Stefan Spielberg. Yeah. yeah I, I had a feeling. Stephane I had a feeling because it was like a historical drama. Yeah. It was, was like remarkable. remarkable. I was like, oh, like this feels like a. This, yeah. Like this feels yeah. like a, like an Amblin ass yeah. movie. You know what yeah. I mean? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Anthony, do you have one for us? I'm, I'm writing one, one ready. right now. I'm going to get another one ready. Okay. Um, but what we can do is talk a little bit more about, I can't believe that the flash did 55 million dollars this weekend yeah like we didn't talk about that too much yeah we just kind of spoke about everything else around it crazy but 55 million dollars low 70 million dollars is already low yeah this is i i i I'm, I'm i'm so curious what james gunn says to this i'm very very curious you know because like did they what did they expect going into this did they did they always anticipate these numbers but they were trying yeah. to like make people think that it was gonna go bigger it was a uh, it's a lot it's it's upsetting it, yeah. it truly is upsetting um but uh yeah i'm sorry guys i'm still it's okay uh, man I'm just thinking of i'm just gonna see if it i don't know why i picked this but we're gonna do it cool let's do it so the title is called feline rebellion feline rebellion yeah in this uproarious comedy feline rebellion directed by the renowned duo of X and X. Mm -hmm. We delve into the mischievous lives of a group of cats who have grown tired of their human owners. Frustrated with being treated as mere pets, they band together in an unexpected alliance to reclaim their independence. The story follows a diverse cast of uh, charismatic felines diverse who, cats <laughs> who lead double lives putting on a show of loyalty and affection during the day while secretly plotting the revolt at night <laughs> there's felix an adventurous tabby with a taste for danger cleo a sassy siamese with a knack for causing chaos whiskers a mischievous uh, tuxedo cat Skilled in unlocking doors and ginger, a grumpy Persian who <laughs> despises being groomed. Their secret rebellion gains momentum when they stumble upon an underground cat network led by the enigmatic tabby cat, Whiskers, <laughs> Whisker Boss. <laughs> this underground society known as the, the Clowder, 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 yeah, is comprised of cats from all walks of life, each with their own grievances against humans. Whisker Boss, a wise and charismatic leader, guides the group That's in their pursuit synopsis. of freedom, teaching them the ways of the free feline unity and resourcefulness. 
I can go through on and on and on. No, but I'm curious. Is it is it like because duo director? You said so. I want to say so. I want to say what this movie is about as well too. Obviously, like did you? What's about cats revolting against against their their owners? So is this a Phil Lord and Chris Miller comedy based on cats revolting against their owners? Is that your answer? That's what my answer was also. But if I, I'll choose something different then just to kind of spice it up. Duo directors. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a random one out there, which I don't think is correct, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyways because the only one I can think of at the moment. Um, not the Safties. I'm gonna say the Wachowski sisters. Daniel's right. I, it is that's that's one that that's the one it, that I wanted to yeah, go with. Yeah, it is. You could tell it's duo and it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Phil Lord like and it. Chris Miller. I like Do it. you have one? I so I got so distracted by Anthony no, no. that I didn't I didn't write one. But I, you got I, one? I have one, yeah. Please. This movie is called Inverted Reflections. It is a surreal drama. Inverted Reflections is a mesmerizing and thought-provoking surreal drama directed by Blank that delves into the extraordinary life of a young boy named Theo who is born with a profound physical anomaly. Arms for legs and legs for arms. Though Blank's masterful direction, the through Blank's masterful direction, the film takes views viewers on a visually stunning and emotionally resonant journey that explores themes of identity, resilience, and the profound ways in which we perceive and connect with the world. Oh, connect with the world. Terrence Malick. Okay, that's your answer. Yeah, Daniel. Man, that's tough, man. Um, I feel like I feel like you're you're going like real weird with this one, like you, a little you, a little bit weird, like oh, like you're you're going with like oh Ang Lee or some stuff, like okay, you're going okay. you're going like weird with it. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guess. <laughs> well, give me give me Ang Lee's your guess. Ang Lee is my guess. Ang Lee and yeah. Terrence Malick, Francis Ford Coppola. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, directing a boy, a boy, young boy named Theo with arms for legs and legs for arms. I like that. We'll do one more. Okay, so I have one. Okay. Title: Snowbound Delivery. <laughs> okay. In the gripping drama Snowbound Delivery, directed by the legendary X, we follow the harrowing journey of a determined man battling the forces of nature to deliver a life-saving package within 24 hours. Set against the pack- backdrop of a treacherous winter storm, the film explores themes of resilience, redemption, and the power of human connection. I don't know why, and I think I know why, so I do know why. I don't know why I said I don't know why. I want to say Robert Zemeckis. I was going to say Robert Zemeckis, too. Yeah. That's so funny. I was just thinking it was Zemeckis. Do you have another name? They want to, like, uh, just, like, just like a backup, so in case we're wrong? Oh, man. Uh, another one other than Zemeckis? Um... No, I'm gonna. I'm doubling down on Zemeckis too. Clint Eastwood. Oh, that was my second guess. Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, I see it. Well, that's that's great, man. I'm, I'm glad. So that's such a better. There's some like the things that we talked about today are so much better than what we've gotten in, <laughs> in the past. You know, four years. Oh uh, gosh. Oh gosh. Do you tell yeah. you're coming after the writers. I now, feel right? like. Yeah. Uh, well, why aren't we using this in this? No, 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 no. Writers. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Like, no, no, I know it's tough, but like that thing wrote me a, a short synopsis. There was more to it, but it sounded intriguing. All right, so, well, uh, well, hopefully, they I'm really curious. Yeah, I'm really curious what the future of AI is going to look like when it comes to scary um, film and television and everything. It's really scary, and I get why writers and 
and creators don't want to have it because it's it's just also just regurgitating other people's work right yeah that's the biggest thing all right well i mean that was that was fun that was a good time you know let us know what you think what games we should play there will be a lot more games we're gonna keep trying to change up these main episodes because we know the audiences love it we know people are here for it uh and we want to make sure things are fresh and and, and exciting so we're gonna have more fun more games coming down the road stay right here because this is the best place for for movies so stick it right here according to daniel uh from it's not past. according to me no according to daniel, to, you've said it more than i've said it. i now. have never once said stick it. it on the wall stick daniel, it on the wall Daniel's yeah words. put it in your pocket <laughs> yeah stick it on your your butt oh okay um yeah so this is the movie podcast you know we have main episodes that come out throughout the week we have reviews and interviews with a phenomenal guest and phenomenal films and also sometimes not so great movies but that's fine and they drop all throughout the week we have a discord that you can join as well all that stuff is down below in the links just like all the stuff we talked about today we were on cbc so if you haven't checked out the national you can check it out below because the link will be there for that as well again that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next Star Wars meets Platoon. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story like you've never heard before. At 17, Solomon Kwai joins the Imperial Army, becoming part of the Galactic War Machine. But will he survive? Get down! Lead the way and list today. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story. Available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your favorite podcast.